Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. You're listening to The Middle of Somewhere. A couple of quick things. I am going to be in Boston this weekend, December 13th and 14th. Then I'm off for a while. Then I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island at Comedy Connection for New Year's Eve. Big New Year's Eve bash with Daddy Chatty. Then January, actually, well, it's, it's already started. I've changed tours. I'm flipping up some material. Uh, I was doing the new hip tour What's um, it now? Honesty Hour. The Honesty Hour. Because it's I'm getting into some stuff where people are like, we didn't know this about you. Why are you so, why are you talking about this? We like when you talk about your kids. And then I say, I will talk about my kids. However, you got to hear this shit. The Honesty Hour with Chad Daniels. The Robin Hood of comedy. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to anybody. Until you listen to this episode. Can we get some ukulele? Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Across from me is my co-host, Syagra, Syalis, Syamonson. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to describe what he looks like. Okay. He's got his long hair pulled back by his headphones, a raggedy-ass Viking shirt, or maybe it's brand new and they just make him look like that now. That's what it is, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're one of those young people that, that spends a lot of money to look poor. Good. I got a discount on this. I bet you did because you work for the Vikings. Yes. And then there are, your sleeves are rolled up. Mm -hmm. and a real hot daddy. Like a real hot daddy. And then you're like, oh, but that, sh that shoulder hair. <laughs> That's when you... <laughs> Is there a lot a, of shoulder hair? It's, it's a, there's a tuft on your left shoulder. Oh, it's one shoulder? It's, yeah. It's, no. Yeah, it sure is. That's a, oh, I see it. That's yeah, a bummer. It doesn't. Uh, I, I like how there was a moment every day when we sit down to start the show or every time mm -hmm. we, there's like a moment right before the show starts where there's like a pause and then you start talking and it's usually filled with like, let's get these stories out here. And today, I think you and I looked each other in the eyes and we're like, Oh no! <laughs> like there, gonna, was, there was a real. We're both piles of shit vibe that landed in this room. Yeah, I uh, I went out last night with Sean Patton. Oh boy, had some drinky poos to the point where I got a hotel close to here, <laughs> so I could walk here today because I didn't know if I should be driving in the morning. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Who's in the corner? The corner, as you guys know, it's uh, Cheese Bro. No, it's Hay Bales! Hay Bales! Hay Bales gave me a gift before the show. As everybody knows, and by everybody I mean some of you know, you know what, who cares? I want to keep the gift private. I changed my mind. No chance. I love the show Grey's Anatomy, and Hay, Bales is, Hay Bales' girlfriend's dad works on the show and hay bales gave me a notebook a notepad that i can take my own personal notes on Correct. that is made up of scripts from the show some of which have actors notes on them oh True. boy what a day for me and you came in here like i'm the only one that knows Grey's anatomy name four characters okay on I, Grey's didn't, anatomy. I didn't start and that you asked why didn't i get it you know why you didn't get it because when i told you i like Grey's anatomy you made fun of me and likened me to a female no that is not true maybe it is maybe it isn't maybe it is maybe it isn't <laughs> that is so not true i said i don't watch it anymore because it was a show that i watched when i was married yeah. i've i've had to change lanes on several things tv shows are one of them and fucking Grey's anatomy who knew it's like second to what the simpsons yeah in longevity? Yeah, it's really long. It's, it's been, been on for a while, which is really great for me. Well, good. I'm glad. 
I'd like to get asked to be on there as a guest role, mm -hmm. Dr. McFleamy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say McFlabby. Oh, you know what? I should have. Damn it. That's way funnier. He's a doctor who came to help some of the other doctors, and then they decided if he didn't get emergency liposuction, he was going to die. No, no, no. I don't think that's funny because I'm not that fat, but I do think it would be funny if I had a surgical mask over both my tits as well, <laughs> just so my nipple didn't fall in someone's open wound. <laughs> I think that would be way better. So now, hey, Bales, if you might be wondering, what kind of shirt does he have on today? What kind of and shirt does he have on? And it is a Acme on? Comedy Company shirt. Yeah. And I don't know if this is on purpose, but you know that Cy and I will not make fun of Acme. Yeah. So well played if that was your, Good that was your choice. Good job, Justin. Oh, I hate that. Good job, Justin. You piece of shit. <laughs> it's the Justin part that I don't like. I know, me too. You piece of shit, Justin. <laughs> What's going on with you? <laughs> I um, Well, I'd like to tell you a story about me going to Casey's. Okay. Now, if you don't know. The new Casey's, right? If you're a new listener, I go into a place to get pizzas because it's one of the only places in the town where I live where I can get it. Now, there are other places that I go to. I have delivery options. Okay. But sometimes when I'm out on the town, I'll call this Casey's and I'll get some pizza. So I went in one time. There's a, a new guy. Well, we don't know. Because here's the thing about Casey's employees. You could not know anything and still be wearing a fucking five-year name tag. Interesting. That's the thing about Casey's. You thought he was new because of his lack of ability. Well, because here's what happened. But he could be the owner. He Exactly. He could be Casey. Yeah. <laughs> so he walks up with just a handful of snack cakes, right? So clearly, I'm all over it. I'm okay, like yeah. sizing them up. Like, yeah. what are those? What do you got going on there? <laughs> he puts them down on the counter. There's two lanes that you can go into. I like that if he walks out with snack cakes. You remember the show Little, uh, the movie Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. And it had the feed me, Seymour, <laughs> the plant open. Yeah. I like that when he walks by snack cakes, that's what your tits do. They open up to just accept them? <laughs> feed me, Casey. It's not my tits, it's just my mag, mouth. Mag. I've eaten snack cakes without taking the plastic wrapper off before. <laughs> just to let you know, on a long drive. Hey, Bills, it was last night. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. So we... He sets all these snack cakes down in the open aisle. It's like this register closed sign, mm -hmm. right? Sets them down. And this woman, there's one woman in front of me who is just standing there. And then there's another woman that's working there. And it's, their conversation is interesting because uh, the customer, and they're just staring at each other. Okay. Like, like the customer came in and said, I've been sleeping with your husband. And they're, now they're just staring at one another. That's, somebody said that? No. You're going to have to focus. I'm struggling. You really are. Hey, Bills, are you following? Yeah. Okay, I'm dumb. Go. <laughs> maybe roll your sleeves down and maybe you'll be able to hear me better. Yeah, I got a little bit of that shoulder hair blowing in my headphones. <laughs> so they're just staring at one another, and then the guy drops all the snack cakes, and the lady working goes, not up here. They don't go up here. And now I'm startled because I'm like, man, these two have had an affair as well. <laughs> Because she's yelling at him, and he goes, well, I don't know where to put them. I filled up the aisle. I filled up the complete aisle. And she goes, aisle, aisle. There are two aisles. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know when I'm going to quit comedy, but when I do, I could work at Casey's. Because I won't need to get trained in, because I know so much shit just from going in there and listening to the employees yell at each other. It's fascinating. Chad, here's the employee test. How many aisles are here at the case? Well, there are two for snack cakes. <laughs> I'll be the snack cake guy. So, uh, so finally, 
She goes, I can't be doing all this stuff. I got a lot of stuff going on. And I go, <laughs> I go, is it keeping you from ringing this lady up? Because what are we doing? Now the attention's on me. See, I always forget. I always forget if you, you shut up, no one looks at you. Yeah, when you involve yourselves, you But then a I problem. just like, I was staring at the snack cakes and kind of out of it because I was really into these snack cakes. Mm -hmm. And then I just, my mouth just did it. Yeah, I And got, so I, I go, you know, is that, is that why you can't ring this lady up? And she goes, what? And I go, oh, no. And I just turn to the guy. I go, two aisles. <laughs> and then I sat there quietly for the rest of the time. <laughs> I'm trying to get better, but I'm not. But at least I'm backpedaling. That's a good start. Should we do a live podcast from, from the Casey's? Casey's? <laughs> I want to tell you this. There are so many great employees there. There's one dude who knows how to do You could, He could be like, Hey, uh, I got some uh, problem. My car is making a weird noise. He'd be like, "Oh, you got to do this with the belt, and uh, I can come out there and help you as soon as I'm done making a sandwich." So he's just—he he, knows everything. He's just—he's uh, got all he the can, tools. Yeah, he can he's do. He's the everything. MacGyver of Casey's. Yeah, he's never walked up with an extra snack cake, not once. Why is it that? <laughs> why is it at any time I go to? Because I go to a holiday a lot. Can we just talk about how he's getting closer to laughing at my jokes when he's supposed to? <laughs> I'm coming around. Yeah, holy shit. I'm waking up. <laughs> Why is it at holiday gas stations, that same thing happens all the time, where you walk in, and there's like 38 people in line. There's one guy working a register, and there's three people back there standing by like the cookie oven, and like one of them's holding a clipboard, and you, you can't be like, hey, what if you helped? I, I don't, well, you can. I don't fucking understand You it. can. I'll also tell you this. At Holiday Gas Stations, those cookies are goddamn amazing. So you need someone with a oh, clipboard yeah. and someone to take them out right at the right side. You know what's better than the cookies, even? The donuts. The, I've never had a donut. The sour, the sour cream donuts, the ones that are there, they have the blueberry ones. Yeah, they are good. I, I have had I was going to say, you haven't had those donuts. Hey, relax. You drive for a living. That's and your true. your nickname is Cookies and Cream Tits. Whew. Are we gonna this are we gonna pretend aggressive. that you've walked in? Well, I just I didn't feel like you. Yes, I shouldn't honest. have opened with shoulder hair. No, you should not have. Ooh. Who let the dogs out? Who 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 who? <laughs> you. That's right. With your Seymour tits. So I, <laughs> I, my th I've I've told you I'm in OCD therapy. Obviously, so you have you have told me that speaking several of, times, and I think it's because you had to. Yeah, yeah. It's it's part of the process. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the process I went through to pick my therapist? No, but uh, with OCD, I <laughs> bet it's fucking fascinating. <laughs> and I'm being serious. I think it's probably pretty intricate. Well, I knew what type of therapy I wanted. I knew I wanted okay. cognitive behavioral therapy, but I knew it was important to me to have a therapist that had like a good sense of humor. I needed somebody who had some levity to him. Cognitive. And was fun. Behavioral. CBT. CBT. For the OCD. CBT for the OCD. CD white. CD white, hoot, hoot. So I was going around. Jesus, I'm just looking at hay bales, and he's shaking his head. I like to let people know what's he's going shaking. on since we can't get any goddamn cameras in here. I asked two months ago, put this shit on YouTube. So I'm, I decide that I need somebody with a sense of humor, correct? Sure. And, and somebody who seems fun. So my process Surprised is. Surprised I'm not your therapist. I go online, and that you need to you need to have a wealth of knowledge, Chad. And so I go online and is this from therapy? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because you said it like a, like someone who sells books yeah. and has a big church. <laughs> yeah. Wealth of knowledge. So I go online and I start finding people who are qualified, and then I, I get a group of them, and I decide I'm just going to call 
their office and listen to their voicemails, get put through to their voicemails so I can hear what their voice sounds like. And it was a really smart move because all the people I would have picked, I swear, all of them, they're like, oh, hi, you've reached a Dr. Boring Fuck. Leave a, leave a message and you'll hate yourself for six months. Sounds like you're caught between a rock and a hard place. Exactly. De- devil in the deep blue sea. <laughs> so I got a guy who sounded like he wasn't 170 years old. Okay. And I really liked him. And we give each other shit all the time, which is great. Okay. But he did this thing uh, last week that was so funny. So he's on the 11th floor. Okay. And one of the first times I was in the office, he's got this huge window, and it looks out over, like, you can see pretty much the whole city and all the suburbs. All right. And so I walked up to it, and I got kind of... I acted like, you know, like some hillbilly that's never been above the third floor in any building ever. I, like, got to the window, I was like, wow, I think that's my house over there. (laughs) It's a wealth of buildings. (laughs) That's where I walk stairs in the hotel. And I was, like, I was really into, like, pointing out where stuff was. And now anytime I come in and I walk near the window, he just immediately goes, can you see your house out there, buddy? Can you see, where's, is your grocery store out there? And it's, oh, man. it's so fucking funny. Did you tell him you had to change grocery stores because you're a lunatic? He does. Well, he has listened to the podcast. Is that real? Yes, he's listened to the podcast. That seems like cheating. Well, and I think he's done it just to like check in on me. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's doing it because he's like, you know what? You guys have a good show. I think he's more doing research so he can handle me better in session. That's interesting, and I'm also surprised he hasn't been like. I also have a friend that you should bring your friend Chad to see. <laughs> well, that might be the long game. It's. Uh, you familiar with electroshock therapy? My wife specializes in anger management, so <laughs> I'm not angry. If you know anybody who has any sort of issues in that category. I'm not angry. Here's my here's my process. <laughs> this is right? not about you. Well, we're, you brought it up. You called. You said I'm angry, and I'm like to defend myself. Okay. I'm not angry, but when I go into places in public mm-hmm. and people are acting fucking dumb, yeah, I call them out. And here's what I think. I'm not some Robin Hood. Okay. I'm not some guy that shows. You just up. said that like you. <laughs> you're like. You said that like you do, though, think you are some Robin no, Hood. But I, but some, I'm not some Robin Hood. Now, if people called me Robin Hood, no, I'll, I'll, sure. Someone in do my... I have Robin Hood-esque <laughs> characteristics? Absolutely. Have I thought of changing my name? 100%. But no, I'm no Robin Hood of the Casey's. Someone in my past life once said that to me. Like... You're not Robin Hood <laughs> for people that can't defend themselves. Oh, weird. And you haven't been able to let that go? I have let it go. You you just said I'm not Robin Hood. Which is true. Okay. I'm agreeing with the person. Mm-hmm. So I'm not some Robin Hood. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I love every time I say it, my hands open yeah. up. Free me, Seymour. Like you're <laughs> so I go, So, but here's the thing. I do think that some people have been raised so poorly mm-hmm. where they just don't get it, right? So it's like when a little kid puts their hand near a burner, you go, hey, it's hot, mm-hmm. right? And you, you raise your voice a little bit and you yell at them. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of people never got that because we're in this time where parents are trying to be friends and parents mm-hmm. are trying to be, well, I don't want other parents to think I raised my voice. So, hey, don't touch that burner. It's hot. Mm-hmm. And then they're in case he's like, I don't have time. <laughs> and I think then, uh, then I jump in. I'm like, here's the deal. You need a new dad, and it's me. <laughs> 
No, I'm not some Robin dad. Daddy Robin Hood. <laughs> Speaking of you being a dad, uh, let's talk about the other side of you, which is Mommy Chad. Oh, I just got called that. Oh, really? Well, I'm going to call it to you right now. Just got called it uh, two nights ago. Okay. Did you deserve it? Uh, when you say deserve it, I earned it <laughs> with fucking pride. So whenever you give me really good advice and you're looking out for me, I refer to that person as Mommy Chad. Mm -hmm. So as we know, shoulder hair over here has been having body issues, back <clears throat> issues, chronic pain issues. Sure. And I've been trying to work through them for quite some time. And one of the things that Mommy Chad Haybales has told me is that I need to start speaking to myself in a positive manner. That's true. I need to believe him. I need to, I need to instead of saying, oh, my body sucks and my back hurts, I need to say that I'm tough. I'm a tough guy, and I'm going to make it. Who's mommy's little boy? But also, but also, you have to you have to pick out positives about yourself. Yes, and you have to constantly. So when your back hurts, you have to go. But by fucking look what my hands can do. Yeah, this is amazing. And then so, you jerk off. So I've been trying to be positive, and so a couple of weeks ago, it's probably. Three and a half, four weeks ago now. Call that a month in some places. It was a Sunday, and I was my back was bothering me, and I I got up and I was making some food, and I I mommy Chad's words hit me in the ear, and I was like, he's right. Start you you know what side you're tough. You this sucks right now, but you're tough. You have a tough body, and you're gonna be fine. And you need to start acting like you have a tough body. Don't give in to all this negative bullshit. You're tough. And then I bit into a soft, cheesy tortilla and broke one of my teeth off. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? As you were. <laughs> as you were. You go back to calling yourself names. Yeah, I was, I was working real hard on thinking I was tough, and then one of my mouth bones. You know those things that thousands of years after your skin has disintegrated off your body and the teeth are still there? Yeah. Just, frank, fell off my fucking body. Well... To be fair, I feel like you can't go in like, that's a boxer's mentality. I'm tough. I'm so tough. And I'm then you, tough. I, I guarantee you bit super hard after you gave yourself that pep talk. Like, watch this. And just. I just, I, you know, apparently my body might be tough, but it can't take on the, the tenacity of a melted Gouda. <laughs> so I had to, the next day, the Monday, I went in to somebody for a dental emergency, right? And hold on, the next Monday? You the next just, day. The next day. You just day. walked Monday, around. the next day. I get it. It's a Sunday, and now we're at Monday. Yeah. What I'm saying is, what happened to Sunday night? You got a no tooth. I'm a tough motherfucker. I dealt with it. Good for you. Thank I'm you. Proud of you. Fuck you, Gouda. I'm proud and of you. And so I went in to, it's hard to get a dentist appointment day up. The closest place was like 50 minutes from my house. 55 0? 55 0. Huh. So I drive all the way out there. They, they, Put the, I'm going to need a crown, right? Okay. So they build it all up, and we got to do it in stages. Because of my dumb body, I can't lay sprawled in a dentist hour for the entire time it takes. So we're going to do it in two sessions. They're going to build it up and fix it, and then the next session they put the crown on. Crown, crown, where are you? <laughs> crown, crown, are you up? Are you down? That's some Teletubbies for your ass. I'll tell you what, my penis is not here anymore. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst thing in the history of the world. Yeah. Anytime I hear crown, it goes right to it, because my kids and I used to sing that shit watching Teletubbies every single day. Bummer. So I, side note, this guy, this dentist, when I told him that I had issues with my neck and I couldn't sprout, there has never been more of a champion of a man 
in the health services industry. Uh, he like he propped the chair up and was willing like if you'd have walked in on it you'd have thought like well somebody's gonna me too this dentist because he had one foot like over the top of me up on the chair like he contorted his body so i didn't have to lean back so he could fix my tooth this guy's a a hero so that was that was a few weeks ago i need to put the crown in so last week i was like i wonder if instead of having to drive 50 minutes back i can go get it done you know closer to me sure so i go to this dentist office near my house because i don't know if you can if that's a thing if you should have called their voicemails <laughs> so <laughs> i heard it out so i go in and there's a lady at the front desk and i go i explained the situation i'm like i'm curious can you guys finish a crown that somebody else has started she goes well i can ask but first let me get some information from you she starts asking me questions getting some information and she's getting some information to the left of me there's this giant plastic see-through jar with a lid on it that is filled to the brim with candy corn. Oh, I thought you were going to say teeth. I almost <laughs> stroked out. I really did. Oh, gross. See, that's what we take out here. Oh, no. <laughs> Need, hey, it's like a penny tray. <laughs> Need one, take one. Have one, leave one. Take a tooth, leave a tooth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so it's filled with candy corn and the little candy corn pumpkins, right? Okay. And filled to the brim. And next to it, there's a little sign on the counter that says, guess how much candy corn, period. Whoever gets closest gets a free teeth cleaning, period. And that is all that's on the sign. Okay. And that is very important. I was just going to say, he's. He, it must be important. That is I'm looking very, at very important. So we're finishing up getting the information, and I go, I, I give her the last piece of information, and I go, oh, by the way, 678. And she goes, shut up. And I go, what? She goes, that's exactly right. What? And I, I reacted like I cured an important disease. <laughs> like it, it was, I was, I was like, yes. I was like pumping my fist, and I was. I can see my house from my therapist's <laughs> office, and now this, this is amazing. <laughs> so I'm losing my shit, right? Yeah. And then I go, okay, so like. How I, how do I get the free tooth cleaning? And she goes, Oh no no no! That it only it ended on we announced the winner on oh, Halloween. Oh no! And I go on Halloween. Why is it still out here? And she goes, Well, I just haven't had time to take it down. I go, It's it's the end of November. Yeah, can, plus candy corn is for Thanksgiving. That's a whole month. And she goes, Well, I just haven't. I go, You you are within an arm's reach of the candy corn. And and she goes, well, I I I just haven't taken it down. And I go, well, it, but it doesn't say anything about the time on the sign. Yeah, we know it said uh, just two sentences with periods at the end. And and I go, and I I guessed it exactly. So I should I should just get a teeth cleaning, right? That makes sense to you. And she yeah. goes, it I, we just can't do that. I go, I I guessed it exactly. Oh no, <laughs> you should see his face right now. We gotta get some cameras. God damn it, Eric. I go, I guessed it exactly, and I think I should get the teeth cleaning because it's not, otherwise, it's false advertising. She goes, I cannot give you a free teeth cleaning. Okay, can I ask you something? At this point, how many steps has she backed up? She is still in her chair. Oh, so she, there's nowhere to roll for her. She hasn't gotten up. Oh, no. And I am, I am rumbling and bumbling. I can see it in you right now. My brain is very angry. And then I go, is, is there a manager? <laughs> Where do you go to the dentist? Casey's? 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's not a manager. She goes, we don't have a manager. I go, can I speak to the head dentist? Who's the head dentist? Because I guessed it. I guessed it. You know how crazy that is to guess 678 and it be exactly right? And she goes. That is nuts. She goes, sir, I need you to calm down. I go, I'm not going to calm down. Are you going to give me the teeth cleaning or not? And she goes, I'm going to ask you to leave. And I go, you don't have to ask me. And I, I understand we've had issues with me melting down in the past. This one I felt it. valid. I can't get enough of it. I, I did shout out loud that everyone in the building was a liar. And a, <laughs> I shouted, everyone in this office is a liar and a loophole cheater. And then I grabbed the thing of candy corn and I left. <laughs> so I stole the candy corn. You are a, f- is it a, f- no, that's not, not a felony. No, no way. It's got to be over $500 to be a felony. Well, it's over 677 candy corns. Well, I can't be that much. It depends on how much. If it's an antique jar, I'm in trouble. Interesting. So I walk out, and I'm walking down the steps, and my heart is racing at a super inappropriate level. And to the point where I'm like, should I just go straight to my therapist's office? I just show up with the candy corn in my arm. What if your OCD kicked in, you had to go back in the dentist's office a couple times? You're like, hey, I'm back, but fuck you still. And you have to keep leaving out the door. (laughs) Hey, I'm not bringing it back. It's other stuff. Fuck you. I can see my house from his office. Just screaming at him. So here's how I see you reacting to these things is you never spazzed out when you were a kid. So you did. I think unfortunately that's not true. But but I feel like you didn't you didn't learn how to do it as a child because as a child, (laughs) that's appropriate. Yeah. If a if a four year old as an adult, it was appropriate. If a a four year old like everyone's in here is a liar. (laughs) You're like, hey, he's four. Everybody calm down. It's fine. It's four. It's almost like why it's hard to learn for me Spanish. Yeah. Because you start learning like a child, but you can't go to Mexico and be like, ball, (laughs) just point at a ball, ball, doggy. You can't do that because people be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But that's so interesting to me that that you spazzed out about a teeth cleaning. I hope they do. I hope they call you and go, Mr. Amundsen, you can come in for your teeth cleaning. And then you go in and he goes, I'll be right back. And they just have gas coming out the vents and they pull all your fucking teeth out. I was just going to say, they put me, they use sedation dentistry and they put me under and just I wake up and all my teeth are replaced with plastic candy corns. Oh my God. And then you go outside and in the jar it is your teeth. Guess how many? And you're like, 32. So unfortunately, the story's not over yet. I think it's fortunate. I love this story. So I and there's not much at the end, but there's a nice moment at the end, a fun moment for you. So I walk down the steps and out the door, and it's in kind of like this strip mall thing. Okay. And so I walk out into the parking lot, and it hits me. I'm like, what the fuck? Am I? I don't even eat candy. What am I gonna do with <sighs> 678 oh candy God. corns? And my initial instinct was, where does the dental assistant park? Right. That's that's my first one. Oh. I couldn't figure it out, and I also couldn't think of any way like to call her and cleverly be like, "Mom, my name's Linda. Where do you park?" Like she's gonna she's gonna be. Like, Where do you park? That's 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 the guy who stole. Oh the, my god! That's the guy who stole the candy corn. He's gonna bomb my car. So uh, I'm walking out with these candy corns, and I see three teenage kids walking out of something else, like boys, three teenage boys, and I'm like, "Oh, they're, they're kids. I'll give it to them." And so I just go, "Hey, do you guys want uh, this candy corn?" Oh my god. 
bad. Without missing a beat, one of the kids goes, yeah, fuck off, psychopath. <laughs> and then they just kept going. I was like, what a hero. That's man. someone who learned how to spaz out as a child. Yeah. And now they've they've got it mastered. He's, he's 100% correct. I was a 35-year-old yeah. man with long hair, a beard, and sweatpants on that offered him candy corn on November 30th. Out of a jar <laughs> that had been opened. Also, I, I would like to tell you, at one point during that story, when you said, I didn't know what to do with the candy, I did think you were going to pull it out from under the table, <laughs> like when Oprah used to bring people out. <laughs> like, I just hand it right to your tits? Yeah, when, when, so, when somebody goes, and, and my hands are still on the table, but something grabs the jar. <laughs> it's just my tits go across oh, the table. Feed me. So, so here's what I did with That's it. That's fascinating. I brought it home because I do, in my house, I do have a collection, an area for, I call them, life trophies. <laughs> and I, I, you're such a nerd. I put it next to my two other main life trophies, which I, I have a, you know, when you go to the bank drive-in, their drive-through? Oh, uh, yeah. And the they little, have those the canisters. Funk. Yeah. I have one of those that I stole because I got in a shouting match with a teller at Wells Fargo eight years ago. And then unbelievable. I have a bowling pin from the bowling alley in my hometown because I don't know if you know this about me. When I was 18 years old, I had my sights set on becoming a professional bowler. <laughs> and I was pretty damn good. Made the state tournament as an 18-year-old. Uh, but I would spend a lot of time. <laughs> have you ever heard that sentence said with that much pride? It's it's almost like some kid would act, anyone else would be like, yeah, I, fuck, made the state tournament for bowling when I was eighteen. Ah, <laughs> uh -uh, not me. They called me Mr. Strikes. They didn't. Nobody, no chance. Nobody did that. No chance. Nobody did that. But they would have if anybody would have come bowling with me. It was pretty much a solo thing on my part. No, we only had to knock down nine pins. So I, so I would show up, and I practiced at the bowling alley. And often when Makes I, sense. That's where I would practice if I was bowling. Often when I was there, there would be little kids having birthday parties, and at the end of the birthday party, the guy who owned the bowling alley would always give them a pin for all their friends to sign. And I, kept, I started mentioning to him, I was like, hey, could I have a pin? Because like, I spent a lot of money here, and I think it would be nice to just have a pin as like a souvenir for all my bowling efforts. And he like staunchly would not give me a pin. And I started becoming like a real bitchy asshole about it. Can I just quickly, mm -hmm. Hey Bills, do you think I was born at the age of 17? <laughs> <laughs> like never a chance to get one as a child. I didn't get to have a birthday party at bowling alleys. My birthday was in the summer and we were up North. We didn't, there wasn't a bowling alley. Yeah. And your parents had 45 kids. I know. So I, when they, when he finally, his name was Gary. When Gary finally shut down the bowling alley, he did present me with a pin. And really? I treasure it like very few things in my life. It's right up there with my Grey's Anatomy notepad. <laughs> I have a couple life trophies as well. Oh, yeah? I have the pair of boots that have holes in the toes because I had to drag my feet in Hong Kong when I was sliding down. It was raining. We were in Hong Kong. I was with Pete Lee and Tom Segura. It's, there's so much pollution there that when it rains, the streets get really slick. Mm -hmm. And so I'm from Minnesota. I know how to sled. And there was uh, uh, an not an elliptical. What the hell is it called? The thing where you ride the stairs up. Come on. Please help me. Escalator. Escalator? Wow. This is tough. Yeah. Shouldn't have started this story. I didn't have all the words. <laughs> Ball! <laughs> so there's people riding the escalator down because it's too slippery to walk on the street. But I'm not going to wait for the escalator because there's a big line. 
So I go and I take a trash can off a, a trash can lid off and I turn it over. It's plastic. And I just slide down the hill <laughs> like I'm sledding on snow. Except, turns out, it was like Christmas vacation. And I just went, fwing, and was screaming down the hill <laughs> to the point where I'm heading, I'm getting to the main road. Oh, no. Yeah, so... I think, I think, all right, there's a puddle of water right in front of me. That'll be fine. And I go on the, I think the water's going to stop me. I skip across the water into the intersection, and I have to dig my boots into the ground to stop. And then I do a reverse worm. Like, I have to push <laughs> myself back, and I feel the wind go by as a taxi. Like, wind in my hair as a cab went right by my face. Holy I know. shit. So what if you'd have died in Hong Kong? I know. What an interesting end. I mean, that means he doesn't get Selena'd by Haybell's mom. But That's what an, true. What an interesting end to Chad Daniels' story that would have been. Yeah, so Segura has his head in the, a taxi cab negotiating to bring us back to our hotel. And then he just pulls his head out, looks at me. I'm st Now I'm back in the puddle from the reverse worm. Mm -hmm. And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and then his head goes right back into the taxi. It was a really interesting moment. So I also have a, uh, an armrest from a hotel chair that my friend Kevin Williams and I threw out of a second-story hotel window because we were, thought we were rock stars. We thought it'd be <laughs> real fun. And then, cool. <laughs> I'm telling you, 13 seconds after we threw it out, our phone rang, and it was like, this is the manager. Can you go clean up that chair you just threw? And we're like, how the hell? We must have been the only two in there. It was a Sunday night. So we go down, and we both sign the armrest. Of the chair. <laughs> and so I have that in my office. And then I also have a trophy from, what's it called? Punchline Punch-Out? Mm -hmm. Have a trophy for that because my, my team beat your team. I recall that. Yeah. And I was undefeated. No, we don't have to talk about that. And then uh, I also have our decathlon trophy. Yes, you do. I do. I, can I tell you one more dentist thing? Oh, yeah. And I keep interrupting you. I well, understand that. That's basically uh, what this is about. That's what this is about. Yeah. I feel great about it. So I we went to, as a kid... We went to a dentist who even, you know, and he was a nice guy, but you know how even as a kid, when you know something's wrong, you know, like it's really like I knew he was a bad dentist as a kid. Sure. Because like he'd open his mouth and I'd go, Ugh, that's not what a human's mouth is supposed to smell like. Well, um, it could have been a lot worse. Get that the end of that story could have been a lot worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. He did. The one thing he did have, and I, it, this bums me out that people don't have these anymore. He had a gold tooth. He had the, the fang tooth. Was just a it was the Joe Pesci in Home Alone. It was the gold tooth. Why do you think people don't do the solitary gold tooth anymore? The moment nobody wants to fuck me anymore, I'm a gold tooth guy for sure. I think to get back on track because yeah. then they will. Yeah. I think gold teeth, uh, I think people do have that. Do they? You think yeah. You think there are people who are like 50 years old and they're like, hey, this tooth is going to like, give me the gold. You think that's still happening? I do. Interesting. My sister put like a diamond on her tooth. Oh, sweet. Yeah, sweet for what? Is she, does she, I didn't know she uh, had a rap career in Atlanta. Well, I just feel like... <clears throat> but I, she is related to C.D. White, so that true. makes a ton of sense. That's true. Nepotism. Yeah, nepotism. In the rap world. Rap nepotism. <laughs> so we, he was the dentist forever. He was also like... He had, if you... Because I don't think he liked seeing kids. I don't, and I, as a dentist, why would you ever want to deal with a kid? I agree. And so he had a big like toy chest. So if you weren't an asshole as a kid, he'd be like, if you behave in the chair... You get a you get to go to the toy chest, and you'd think oh, okay. you'd think that everybody like he would just be like no matter what you get to go to the toy chest. This motherfucker 
was like you had to be a like a rock star to get to the toy chest. I think you have to throw a chair out of your hotel. Yeah, you <laughs> you don't like I, you know the amount of times I probably got. I went to the dentist maybe what twice a year as a kid. I think in that period I fuck I never got the toys. Never. I think he was an asshole. The point is okay. nice. He was a nice guy. My mom likes him. I don't get to call him an asshole. She gets upset about it. The point is, <laughs> we no longer had that dentist anymore. So I left and went to college. Okay. And I had a cavity issue that I need fixed. Up here in the, in the Twin Cities, I had it looked at. They told me how much it was going to cost. I was like, no way. So I'm going to do it in my hometown because I think it'll be cheaper. Okay. What's a cavity issue? Just a cavity? Yeah, cavity. Okay. So I come home, and there's a dentist that apparently my mom had gone to. She sends me there. Uh, I tell him I have a cavity. He tells me how much it costs. And uh, then I said, what if I do it without Novocaine? Whatever. Well, just hear me out. You save like, I think it was like 75 bucks. And Did you let him know it was a cavity issue? <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably going to need Novocaine? Here's the thing. I, not only did I not want Novocaine because of the money, sure. I didn't want Novocaine because I hated going to the dentist. And anytime I mentioned that to my parents growing up, they'd always say, well, when we were younger, we didn't get Novocaine, so suck it up. So I just wanted to get a cavity without Novocaine so I could be like, fuck you, Bruce. Me too. And it still sucked. Like, I wanted, I, that was my, like, I'm going to punch my dad in the face with my abilities moment. So. It's, it's so interesting how different we are. Because anytime my parents were like, and we didn't have this. And I'd be like, sounds like that sucks. Anyways, I still want my stuff. So you're my parents. Do it. So I, I, that's, I've made the decision in my head that I'm not going to do Novocaine. But I haven't told him. I just found out how much Novocaine is. Okay. So he's like, well, I need, we need to do an exam, and then if there's a cavity, we'll fill it. So we go in, and I lay down in the chair, and this a couple of things. One, this guy hums while he works. Mm, what does he hum? Good question. Thank you. Not songs. <laughs> just fucking noises. Uh-huh. He just goes, <laughs> That's... That's the humming that he did. Sounds so great. Uh, the fact that I didn't feel his boner pushing through the dentist chair <laughs> into the middle of my back is shocking to me. How many bones do you think are in his basement? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. A, a whole bunch Just, of he's them. He's got tools in his hands and <laughs> doing everything he can not to cut you. So he's in my mouth looking at the cavity. And I had this really awful moment where I went, huh. This guy's latex gloves taste a lot like skin. And then to just oh. just do do some just do some homework for myself to see if what I was thinking was what was happening, I closed my lips around his fingers. I did that like I yeah. and I so I could get a grip of like basically like I was sucking his fingers off. <sighs> and uh, and it was he didn't have gloves on and I immediately went out like I Donald Duck spit his hand out of my mouth. He goes, "What's going on?" I go, "What do you mean what's going on? There's no gloves. You have your bare hands in my mouth." He goes, "I I sanitize my hands." I go, <laughs> "No." Well, the glove price this, save you, save you 2 bucks. This is this is where I keep my mouth. You can't you can't my te- you can't put your bare gross hands in my mouth and we like we go back and forth and we get to a standoff he goes this is how I work I promise you I professionally sanitize my hands are we gonna move forward with filling this cavity and I had to like I was I I had to back down (laughs) but not only did I have to back down after I backed down I had to have a moment where I had to go 
I would also not like Novocaine. <laughs> As if I was like, you know what? If I'm going to feel these fingers in my mouth, I'm going to feel these fucking oh fingers God. in my mouth. What if you did taste latex and you were like, I thought you don't use gloves. And he's like, I'm not. <laughs> oh, boo. I don't think that's a boo. <laughs> well, it's I, a dentist fucking my mouth is what it is. Whew, I didn't know I needed to go there. That's got aggressive, but yes, that is right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just all of a sudden, it's a um. it's a baseline mm. hmm, the whole time, and then you taste latex, and he goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How great would it have been if after, uh, during the middle of the freakout, I didn't know that that guy transferred to the Twin Cities, and he walks out, takes a handful of candy corn, just, mm, 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 nice to see you, Cy. Come on back. Mm, we meet again. <laughs> You're an absolute crazy person. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Okay. We talked about me getting called Mommy Chad. Yeah, Mommy Chad. So I get called probably four times a year by my daughter, Mom Dad. Mm-hmm. And it happened again two nights ago. I was We were decorating uh, the house mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. And uh, we go get a tree, and then we let the, you know, cut it, get it set up, let the branches fall down, yeah. whatever. And we're doing all this stuff, and my daughter goes, well, I think we should... So I have a bunch of uh, cotton, right? Okay. Like a big like a big bag of cotton that you can rip, and you could... Uh, it looks like snow, right? Okay. So we put it on the banister... Of the stairs. Ooh. Wrap white lights around it. Oh. And then we have all of the characters from Rudolph, the stuffed animals, like they're sledding down a hill. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to steal that. But then she goes, it's perfect. And I go, no, it isn't. (laughs) We need to pull down these, the tufts over the railing so it looks like a whole mountain. And so now we're like doing all this stuff. And she goes... This was a lot more fun when mom dad wasn't here. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, there you go. But I like to get it ready. Yeah. I, she's 15, mm-hmm. but I have young kids coming. Okay. I have my sister. Her little twins? The wiener high fivers? Yeah, the wiener high fivers. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. Just running around. Wiener high five. Flap. And then off to their separate places. Those guys are going to grow up to be dentists. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well done. Thank you. Well done. Wow, I mean, I make a condom joke and it's fucking get yelled at. <laughs> Shaluber. I'd say, I'd say you're no Robin Hood, but here we are. <laughs> so I'm excited that they're coming, but I have one, one of my nephews, they're five-year-old twins, mm-hmm. and then I have a, a seven-year-old niece as okay. well. And it's very funny because when they're all together, one of my nephews has a little bit of, uh, I'm going to say, aggression when in a big group of people. When there's a lot of stuff going on, he start, he'll say things to me like, you're boring, unk. That's yeah. what he said. He's like Kevin the dog. Too many people around. He boring. Gets aggressive. And at one point, I thought to myself, I want to just take him by his little neck. Mm-hmm. Right, with just two little fingers, mm-hmm. and just like right on the edge of his neck where a Spock used to knock people out, mm-hmm. and just go, Listen, you little motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but boring is not one of them. <laughs> Pick a different word. Come see this mountain I built on my stairwell, <laughs> yeah. you little piece of shit. Oh, don't worry, you'll see it because you'll be in timeout all fucking weekend. 
and that's where the stairs. Fuck you. You're the worst twin. You're the worst twin. You know, you know, which none of this is true. Obviously. He's fascinating. He like you give him an instrument and all of a sudden just dun, 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 there's a song. Right. Oh, wow. it's, it's very impressive. So we a lot of times when all three kids are together, the other two kids are really like hands in their lap behaved. Just yeah, just like we know that this one is going to get a little mouthy. So we're going to We're going to back off cuz you guys we're are going to sit here. Yep. It's one on, so you can have one on one. I call that the Greg Amundsen method. When size being an asshole, you be extra behavior so then your dad likes you more than size. By contrast, <laughs> yeah. And looks like we're going to need to move to the 12th floor for therapy as well. <laughs> looks like we're going to need to not just do some OCD stuff, but we're going to need to talk some stuff out. <laughs> so w my mom takes all the kids this year okay, individually for one week. So they all get a week of alone time. Now, I'm going to oh, tell you something. Fun. The first question I asked all of them, I said, are you having fun without your brother or sister? Or to my niece, are you having fun without your brothers? And they were all like, this is the greatest week of my life. <laughs> because they live out of town. Yeah, and they live on a lake. It's like a little peninsula, but they're kind of—it's the three of them yeah, to play with each other, time. and they're just fucking sick of each other. Yeah, and here's what I noticed about the other two: individually, they also fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> when they're by themselves and there's no need to behave because there's no contrast happening, then they let her rip too. <laughs> and I, I actually asked the the twin. Like I was like, all right, this is gonna be calm. We're gonna play some Legos, and he's running all over the place. Unk, go outside, unk. And I was like, which one are you? I thought you were the. <laughs> I thought you were the one that didn't yell at me. You were the good not, one. Is that not true? <laughs> but I gotta tell you, I'm I'm so stoked. I know holidays are stressful for a lot of people, for a million different reasons. I love them, but I I understand why people some people don't, but I just love them. I'm so excited. Now, a lot, I get to, one more thing. Okay. I got to tell and you. And then so, I have an idea. I have an idea. I used to make, uh, as, pe as people who've listened to my comedy may know, when my son was turning 18, I had a paper link chain to when he turned 18 with a gold link at the end because I was going to punch my son in the face. Punch him in the head. I also make, the, a lot of people make those for, they wrap it around their tree, and then they rip a link off every day for Christmas until Christmas gets there. I make a paper link chain for how many days my family will be at my house. And so I know exactly when they're leaving. I, I call my sister. And I say, here's the deal. When are you coming? And she goes, the 20th. And I go, that's pretty early. I thought, to my <laughs> I thought to myself, that is well before Christmas. And then, um, so I'm thinking like. I love it. And then I ask her, are you going to stay at mom's for a couple of days? And she goes, I don't know. And I go, ah, she should. I think she'd <laughs> like to see the kids. She goes, well, she'll be wrapping presents and stuff and probably doesn't want to do this. I go, ah, no, that's what grandmas are for. You got to get over there for a couple of days. And then she, I go, when are you leaving? She goes, we have to leave Christmas morning. I go, no, no, no. What time? <laughs> I need a time. And the door will be shut and locked at that time, so either you're in or out. <laughs> but your kids will be sledding down the block, so they're out. I love it. I get all of them in the house and keep them there as long as we can. You sound like a dentist. <laughs> you know what I think we should do? Can I give you a pitch? Yeah. I think... For because we'll have an episode that comes out on the 23rd, that's Christmas week. Okay, I think on that episode, we should do a middle of somewhere gift exchange 
Okay. For you and I. Okay. We'll get each other something. We'll open it on the show. Okay. And then you and I will get hay bales something. Together. You and I together. You and I together will get hay bales something. Now, we don't expect hay bales. That seems like a (laughs) (laughs) U-N-I-T-Y. U-N-I-T-Y. We don't ex- we don't want hay bales to get us anything. That's true. We want to be very don't you clear dare. about that. Don't I'll you throw dare. it right back unless in your you fucking have, face. Uh, unless you have more Grey's Anatomy merch, then it'll I'll be I'll throw what it it'll right be. back in your face. Unless you're like, oh, hey, this is a uh, Dr. Grey's notepad from this episode. If you have something like that, whatever. But other than that, Chad will throw it back in your face. Also, if anyone's listening that was maybe on Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> wink, wink, send me something even more amazing than this book so I can shove it up size ass not right next to the bowling pin. Please don't do that. Um, just think about who I am emotionally and respect me. The other thing that <laughs> I want to, that I think that we should do, we talked about this off air. So we, a couple weeks ago, we read a story from McLean Nagy. McLean Nagy. McLean Nagy, listener. Thought to be. Thought to be man, turned out to be woman. Correct. Great storyteller. Amazing. Wonderful person. I don't know her, but I, I, I bet I would. And we both, Chad and I both really loved that. We really had a good time with that. And we figured since all these people have somehow anointed me as the hillbilly story king. Yeah, for some reason. We don't know how shoulder hair sleeves still up. (laughs) So if you you would like, we're going to start a segment, maybe once a month, once every six weeks. We're going to call it McLean's Corner. McLean's Corner. McLean. Welcome to McLean's Corner. You got, hey, come on down and hear my story. Grab yourself a stump and a bucket for your chaw. Ho, ho, ho. We're going to learn you some stuff. Freak it down, come it's around downtown now. Put, hey, tie your horses to the horse post and come on down and listen to McLean's Corner. Get out your mustache wax and clean off your cowboy hat. Have a seat at the fire with your beans. I would appreciate if you brought some wieners, skin on, (laughs) encased. So send your stories, send them in story form. And once every four to six weeks, we'll pick one. We're going to, I think we should get a little music, a little. I agree. And then we will, I'll read, I won't tell them to you in advance. Okay, great. I'm going to, I gonna, like not having any responsibilities. I'm going to be the storyteller. You're okay. going to be the story listener. And okay. we're, we're going to give our listeners some shine. You I can, love it. You can get them to me on Instagram. You can send them to me. Now, on these our, are supposed to be hillbilly type story, situations. Stories about your family or your life that are hillbilly related. Sure. For example, McLean Nagy's brother nailed a duck to a tree and tried to skin it. Because her dad, right? Thought it was a squirrel. Because he heard duck mallard. He heard ma- as squirrel. He heard mallard as squirrel. Right, right, right. So send them to us and, and we will do that. Well, it's a good thing he didn't say duck. Mm-hmm. Because who knows what it, it, her dad would have heard. Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah. All he, right. He'd probably have been like, uh, well, I understand that you're a boy of a certain age and you're, you're having feelings. What do you, can, can you nail a fuck to a tree? No, but I'm not even talking about nailing a fuck to a tree. So I'm talking about the act of making love. So he'd, over the phone. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.